0: Salutations and shit guys. Welcome to another episode of Travel and Shit. I'm D Carey, your host here on Travel and Shit. We discuss um, more of what was learned and experienced from travel as opposed to the how-to. Thank you for tuning in again this week. Thank you to everybody that's been listening so far and welcome to all the new listeners. If you are new to the podcast, feel free to Follow on the Instagrams, underscore carry D-C-A-R-R-I-E. And uh, the podcast Instagram is travel, the letter N, and the word shit with an underscore at the end. We're available on iTunes if you search travel and shit. Shit has the exclamation mark and also on SoundCloud. Enough of that. So, us, Jordan Peele, it happened. Shout out to uh, Santa Shati. He took a bunch of us to the movies yesterday, and we all went out and essentially supported black films. We definitely appreciate seeing ourselves in the stories told, and those are the things that, you know, you want to go out and support. You can spend a lot of time talking about the things you don't like, the things you don't want to see, the things you don't enjoy, and what you're angry and upset about, but a lot can be gained when you focus on the good and what is at your disposal, So we went to see us, Um, and this isn't going to be a show about spoilers, so feel free to keep listening. I'm not going to ruin this for anyone. There were a lot of major accomplishments that were made with the movie. What was the, um, it was the first horror, first black horror film. Original horror film, not even just black. First, like first original horror film did the most numbers ever. Right, that part I didn't remember the words for, but big, huge. So um, it was really nice to be. Um, well, actually, I guess eh, it came out when Thursday. Came out yeah Thursday? Again. So those numbers were from the weekend. So yeah. can we count ourselves as part so, of that? No. Yeah. We went on Tuesday. Right. Once s- Sunday is done. But I purchased purchased the tickets like two weeks. Okay. So, so yeah, why not? Maybe, I don't maybe know. Maybe you never know. God, we don't say we did, we part of history, yeah. <laughs> um, it felt good. And um personally, I enjoyed the movie on first review. I gotta say that I enjoyed Get Out More, but I have I didn't dislike this movie. It wasn't as scary as I was expecting it to be. It was more um, suspenseful, which is perfect for me. I am more into um, suspense thrillers. Um, Personally, I am more afraid of the stuff that I logically think can actually happen. Um, So that's more my jogging lane. This movie had a lot of... Subtext and a lot of hidden stuff, if you will. Um, Definitely not going to go into any details about what those things were, but we were able to have a really, really great conversation about all the different themes and um, hidden meanings. And um, what's another word for all that? What else did we talk about? Huh? Hidden meanings. Yeah, Easter egg. So um, I enjoyed that aspect of going to see it with mad people. There's like 20 of us in the theater. Um, well, that were with Shati. There were plenty of other people in the theater, but it was a group of about 20 of us. And after the movie, we you know, had those conversations, and it was really entertaining and... Um, It was a lot more fun to have that conversation with a bunch of people right after the movie as opposed to, you know, having to type everything and, you know, wait to engage with people on the internet, which is fun, but it's not everything has to be done behind a screen. It was nice to do it in person in real life. So be sure to stay tuned for some footage of that and that'll definitely have spoilers in it. But um, yeah, it'll be worth it. This way you can see if the, I guess, opinions held by the group match anything that you have or were able to take away from the movie. So I boil that up because I was inspired by a couple of the themes of the movie to kind of... I guess related to different travel experiences that I've had. And again, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil. There are no spoiler alerts or anything. I'm not going into any of the details. Anything that I bring up is going to be something that you could have easily um, surmised from the what do you call it, the trailers. So, the first one that I was thinking of places that I've seen myself the most and the least. So in the movie, we know that there are twins, if you will. There is a good family and a bad family. Let's keep it simply as put. Um, But those two families are identical. So there have been places that I've been where I was able to easily see myself, where I felt like I could move in and just essentially walk around and not feel very American. And there, of course, were places where I was able to move around that stood out where I definitely felt very other. Um, The one place that I will consistently say so far, because I haven't been everywhere yet, but the one place that I will keep saying I have felt the most home in is Cuba. Um, I went for my birthday last year. I stayed in Havana, but I stayed in like, not in like the city, the city Havana. I stayed maybe maybe 15 minutes outside of the center. Um, and you could probably walk in, the distance, maybe not even 15 minutes, because I feel like, well, possibly, it was like a 30-minute walk. I, I walked it like in 30 minutes or so like that. Um, and I also stayed in another area. It was maybe like a five-minute walk from the beach. I, I don't remember the exact city names, but I stayed in Cuba. I stayed in Airbnbs both times. And when I tell you people were walking up to me and speaking Spanish, I... As long as I kept my mouth shut, I felt like nobody would know I wasn't from there. Um, I'm also pretty, I don't, I guess you could say low-key, I take pride in just trying not to stand out, essentially, if that makes sense. Like, I don't try to, like, belittle myself or anything absurd or extreme in that nature, but I don't wear um, lots of jewelry. I don't carry large pocketbooks. I don't also make myself look too much of a uh I guess you know some I don't oh I'm trying to find the words here so that because I have the idea in my head and I'm trying to make sure that it comes out adequately you know some people try to be so compact and lightweight that they look mad um extra with it like those people that wear those um oh like uh when pe- tourists wear those body bags that like go under, yeah, not just the fanny packs because the kids are doing the whole fanny pack thing now, but um, like you know the the like the like the belt bands or the body bands that stay like like those money bet things like the old people not old people like they'll you know tuck the like yeah. the, their money in it and then it goes under their shirt and weird shit like that. Not weird, it's it's smart. It makes sense, you know. You can keep your money separate from the rest of your stuff and it's you know discreet if you will, but It kind of looks crazy when you're trying to get your money out at the register or something like that. So I'm not that extreme, you know, where I'm going under layers to, you know, take out my valuables and things. But I feel that I felt the most comfortable in Cuba. Um, The one place that I feel like I felt the most other would... So I don't want to say surprisingly, but I want to say Rome. I Was it Rome? Let me see this list. Not even Norway. I felt pretty welcomed in Norway. Vienna didn't bother me. Yeah, I would definitely say in Rome. Rome felt the most Rome was the coldest. Rome was definitely very cold. I s- generally feel and I'd spoken to um what do you call it, one of the bartenders that I was um long distance introduced to and asked him what the deal was and he was basically saying that Rome is very Catholicy. You know, they they're in the middle of the Vatican, so they're totally by the book, if you will. And they have a hard time accepting other. So that gen- that whole tone generally just doesn't sit well with me. So I'd say that in Rome, I felt like I stood out no matter what I did. I could have just been in a restaurant or a cafe minding, and I was honestly going to say minding my black ass business. And yeah, I felt like I was very much so the only black person in most of the scenarios that i found myself in the only other black people that i kept running into were um africans that were selling trinkets and goods and stuff along the the road around a lot of um touristy shit and then actually no partial lie i do remember seeing other black women in my travels and i always tried to do what i thought was the universal fucking head nod and a lot of them would just look at me and be like you can't see me, but like blank stare, like nothing, no response. So I'm okay. Maybe you're not American. So maybe it's just an American thing. I don't know. But Rome was definitely uh, hindsight. I'm thinking wasn't really digging it. Rome ain't really do it for me. Uh, let's see. But oddly enough, I did still have a decent time. Not a good time. Not a bad time. Very decent. It's because it was walkable and I enjoy walking. Let's see. So the second theme I want to run with is the place I've had to fight the hardest in. And that is because of the whole superhero idea. Um, we all know that... Um, what's her name? From the movie. The star. Mm-mm. No, the movie from yesterday. Us. Oh. Oh, Thank you. Goddamn. We all know... Um, Lupita is basically, you know, playing as a super mom. You know, she's fighting against bad Lupita. And there's a bad kid, good kid, bad husband, good husband, the the whole shebang. So the place that I feel that I had to fight the hardest in, ironically enough, was the place where I feel like I had to fight myself the most. How incredibly, you know, uh, serendipitous if you will that the theme will arise was would be London so some of you know because I was I talk I know some of you um actually helped me through the the. I don't even want to call it an incident some of y'all helped me through it because I know some of you listen to the podcast but when I got to London I was definitely trying something new I was trying to be like Terry O with that spontaneous traveling, and um, it's not for me. Not for me, not for me, not for me. So by the time I had gotten to London, I had just came from, this was the tail end of my trip. I had done Norway. I had done Rome. I had done a day in Vienna, and this was it. I was going to do one night in London, and go home. I arrived maybe 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. All I needed to do was take the metro to a hostel, explore the city, go to sleep, wake up, go home. I decided that because it was just a day and there are plentiful on the options for hostels that I could show up and figure it out when I got there. I did not count on overdrafting in the bank. So at this point, I had cash on me but you have to um, pay for. I was booking my hostel on Hostel World on the app on my phone. Cash ain't helping with that. Um, and I had like two other credit cards that I could use, but the Amex, like you can't use Amex with like a lot of places just don't take Amex. They don't fuck with it, which is very sad because there are no international fees, so that is always the preferred card to use when traveling. But alas, here we are. So I'm sitting in the airport, basically crying, because now there's like an added barrier to me just showing up and moving on with the day. I think I sat there for like four hours trying to decide on a hostel. I don't do very well with decisions. My fear was making the wrong choice, and I had to get over the idea of being wrong to just choose a location. I ended up staying at the hostel that my brother stayed in when he had gone. He went to Europe, um, did one of those backpacking things for maybe like six weeks or some shit like that. I, I don't know. But he stayed at this exact same hostel and I stayed there. That's what I just decided to make my decision on because I was tired of just sitting here. I ended up just deciding to make one decision at a time. And the first decision I made was to just move from where I was and charge my phone because my battery pack had died and the battery was maybe at like 10 percent. First step, charge my phone, sat there and decided that I was And my resistance to just choosing initially the hostel he stayed at was because they didn't have single sex dorms. I had only stayed... This was only going to be my second time staying at a hostel, so I did not feel comfortable necessarily staying in a coed dorm because it's... Um, it would have been... I think the smallest bunk was like four to a room or eight to a room, and then um, you could do the ensuite suite and all that shit, but I just totally neglected the idea that, I don't know, maybe the room won't even be full, so single sex or... or if the if you're the only person in the room, doesn't really matter, right? So that actually is what ended up happening when I got there. It was me for the first couple of hours, and then another young lady came through. She ended up being mad cool, and I should probably check up on her. We still have each other's information. And um, it was the two of us, and a couple of my friends were, my dad actually called and did a great job of calming me down, which generally doesn't do. So thank God for the traveling mercies. Calm me down. I kind of cooled my shit out. One of my homegirls ended up talking... After I got to the hostel, one of my homegirls actually talked me out of just sitting there and being miserable and was just like, just go out. Go out and explore. So I ended up going for a walk, enjoyed it, but it just took so, 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 so fucking much for me to get out of my own head. So London, for me, was the one destination where it took the most... Deliberate effort to actually enjoy myself. Everywhere else I've been, I was able to pretty much effortlessly have a good time. Everything kind of just fell into place. Everything worked out. I didn't have any issues. But London, that shit was a struggle. The other place that I would say I had to, I've met probably the most resistance was in Doha. I was in Qatar for maybe two days, I think. And the only, well, there were two issues there. The first one was three issues. Now I'm, yeah, hindsight reviewing. It was a couple of things, a couple of walls I met. I couldn't find the hotel, so I'm wandering around the city at like 10 o'clock, cobblestones and no sidewalks. And it was quite the experience. A lot of people didn't speak English. A lot of people just didn't want to fucking help either. Um, and then of course there was like the car that, I kind of, after a while, thought might have been following me, but probably wasn't. But if you're thinking that they might have been, maybe they were kind of thing. You never really know because it's like you're in the middle of nowhere kind of thing. I don't know. Kind of creepy. Then I ended up fucking up and overspending on an excursion, but ended up getting the best experience because it was just me. So the money I spent ended up being... Worth what I paid for. So in hindsight, I wasn't mad that I spent the extra money. But with better preparation, I could have paid less. Would I have necessarily gotten the same experience? Probably not. However, I ended up spending a lot more than I wanted to. And the other issue there was, fuck, I just had it. What was the other issue? I don't remember what it was now. But um, yeah, Doha was, oh, I almost lost my luggage. How did I forget that? I ended up um, going on a free airport tour. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, but if you go to certain con- home home countries, so certain airlines, if you fly, say, Qatar Airways, if you fly into Qatar, they'll give you a free tour of the city of Qatar. Um, and they'll also give you a hotel voucher and they will comp your visa. So I didn't pay for my visa, And I was supposed to stay at, like, a four-star hotel or, like, a five-star hotel for, like, $40, $50 a night. But I didn't get my visa approved until, like, a couple of days before I was supposed to leave. And I ended long story short, I ended up booking my own hotel. But they do offer a um, hotel voucher so that you can stay at, like, you can stay at the Ritz for maybe, like, $70 a night or some shit like that. There are certain conditions that you have to follow to get that, but it's worth it looking into it. And that happens on, I want to say, maybe eight different airlines. When you fly into their host city, you can get a free tour. So I ended up doing this tour, but I was the only person that had the conditional visa that said that you can leave the tour route and stay in the city as opposed to just leaving the airport and going on this this tour. So the the, uh, tour guide knew this. And I had, again, carry on life. I don't believe in checking bags. So I had all the shit that I needed came with me. My carry-on stayed on the bus, and I kept my bag with me. So we go to the, I think it's called a Open Souk, or it's a souk or open market. Not sure if I'm saying it correctly. But we go there, walk around, great time, buy some shit. On the way back, the tour, the tour group wasn't there. I think I was two minutes late. Tour group wasn't there. The shopkeeper that I had purchased the stuff from was kind enough to walk me back to the meeting spot. Then we realized nobody was there, so then we walked even further back, trying to uh, go back to to the parking lot, and he's looking for me, and I'm starting to get a little nervous, because where the fuck is the group? I need my shit. Finally, my man ran across the parking lot, because I saw the buses that we had taken coming towards a large group, so he darts across, meets with the group, finds out that yes, there was one brown girl missing from the group, and waves me down go over thank them so much get my luggage totally almost missed that and of course probably would have just gone to the airport but then I would have had to figure out how to get all that shit back and that's I didn't even need to take a taxi to get to my hotel And this is again when I ended up getting lost and randomly walking around streets at you know it was probably like 11 o'clock at this point but it was Ramadan so it was a lot of people outside but again nobody wanted to help nobody spoke English so yeah the end of that Qatar, quite stressful, but it ended up being very fun because I had a really great um, experience doing the desert tour. But those two incidents were the ones that I had the most resistance, I'd say, in uh, traveling thus far. And I would say, kind of in line with the theme of fighting the hardest, I would say the place that I probably feel like I did the most damage, where I may have been like, I wouldn't say a villain. It's a bit extreme. But the place where I feel like I may have left not the nicest uh tourist footprint, if you will, would probably be in Thailand. Um that is, I still kind of regret doing that elephant ride, y'all. It, it still doesn't really sit too well. It, um, my degree ain't in animal care, but it definitely didn't seem like, you know, they were the happiest of happy. I don't know what a happy elephant looks like, but I don't know what a sad one looks like either. So I couldn't necessarily identify one way or the other how they felt. But it just kind of seemed like if I had a reason for not planning to do it while I went there, I probably should have followed through with that same thought process and not agreed to do it just because it was offered to me as an option. I'm certain that that makes sense. Um, Other than that, I would probably say my trip to Canada, I could have been a villain if you ask Sarita. I ended up. Hey, Chris. Uh, we ended up going to Alberta together. We had a great time, but by day three, we were at each other's throats. We really almost um, that. I could have that. Didn't go well. Day three was a little tough, but we worked it out. Still, really great friends. And um, that day was probably not uh, the best day. You spend twenty-four hours with somebody by the third day of that, for me, I live by myself. It's me and the dog. We don't even... She Now, she's a clinger. The dog is a clinger. But she don't need much. You know what I mean? She just wants to sit by you. But 24 hours of being with a person-person, where you have to talk to them, reason with them, and you're in the same room, and you have to make plans, you gotta agree on shit together, It was a bit much for me. And um, we really clashed by that day. And um, that we didn't, we didn't fight or anything crazy like that. Like there was no physical altercation. All right. Let me be clear about that. Nothing got crazy. It was just when you know you're pissed off and then somebody else is pissed off. So now it's that, okay, so we're going to talk about being pissed off or we both going to sit here and be pissed off. So I'm more of a, oh, so we're going to talk about being pissed off. So you ready now to talk about being pissed off or you want to take a shower first and talk about being pissed off when you finish? Cause either way, we're going to talk about being pissed off because we're not going to now go to sleep and deal with the same shit again, like the whole passive aggressive thing doesn't really sit too tough. So yeah, that would probably be Canada, where you have to not necessarily have to, but I felt compelled to not necessarily be the fun, happy, easygoing me. It was more the I had to be a little confrontational, because you know, you got to step into, okay, so there's a problem here. Let's fix the problem because I'm not going to sit here and deal with, you know, the elephant in the room. It just makes more sense for me to avoid being passive-aggressive and avoid uh, passive-aggressive jabs and confront the situation. So let me know what you think. What were your favorite parts of us? What did, what are the, what's the word I'm looking for? What are the, the undertones? What's the subtext? What are the ideas that you took from the movie? Because I've seen it now. So you ain't spoiling it for me. So if you've seen it, hit me up. You can definitely, oh man, maybe not put it in the, um, in the comments. I feel like that'd be a little rude, if you will. But Shit, DM me. Slide into DMs with this shit. Let me know what you thought of it. Also, feel free to send me links to all like the fan uh, ideas and all that jazz, like what we think X means and what we think Y means and all that other good jazz. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to tune in next week and definitely follow Beats on Film on Instagram underscore DCarry, travel and shit. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. This way you don't have to rely on me to tell you wonderful people when there's a new episode. Your phone will tell you. So I will see you guys next week and I can't wait to see where this takes us. Bye.